Before I start the parsha, I want to welcome home David Ellie Trail back home. I want to I want to say something about David Ellie coming back here. That but I, I like me. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest like this. There are two ways when your spouse does something. There are two types of thank yous. Is that an unbelievable haircut? There are two types of thank yous. Let's be honest, for honesty, full disclosure sake, the two type of thank yous to a spouse. You wash the dishes and your wife one day, Menachem, says thank you. There's a thank you of appreciation. I can't believe it didn't. I so appreciate it. A bachar's cleaning off the tables or setting up. Say thank you. There's one thank you that's completely out of appreciation. That's all the thank you means, Ellie. I appreciate what you're doing. That's one thank you. There's a totally another thank you, Deli, that the whole word of the thank you is please do it again. It's more of a request than an appreciation. Thank you so much. Dahainu, please do it again. Some kind of spouse said, thank you so much for doing the dishes. But what your wife really means, Pirush, please wash the dishes again next week. But a book, so there's two types of thank yous. There's one obviously more sincere thank you, which is just an appreciation. And there's one thank you which expresses to please do it again. Even in general, when you thank a bacher in front of the oilum, you say, look at this bacher, what he's doing. There's one appreciation to the guy, and there's another you're asking everybody else, please do the same. Now, typically, I don't like... I like being honest, I don't like fakes. If you mean to say, please do it again, so just ask, please do it again. Typically, when you're thanking a healthy person's thank you, is just completely in appreciation of what you've done. I'm not asking you to do it, but if I want to do it, ask you to do it again, I'll ask you that. It's a real appreciation. This Nikud I want to say about Davidelli, I am asking you to do the same. And I am, so for full disclosure's sake, but I do want to express how precious it is that Davidelli was. I don't want to call it the word Messiris Nefesh. Like, well, Messiris Nefesh is a very complicated word. There's a, it's very complex. There's writings from Reptorsky in, in Milwaukee. I saw he had an essay. Reptorsky, the, the, the one in Milwaukee, the Rav in Milwaukee is Reptorsky. So I saw Reptorsky write about the term Messiris Nefesh. It's a very funny term. He says it's called Messiris Haguf. It's funny, we call it, he like handles why it's called Messiris Nefesh. But you have to find, I don't know the origin of the term, and it's a very good observation, Avi. Messiris Nefesh, Messiris Haguf. And Messiris. Like, I wish I could have just settled in here for finished shots. Like, Surprise, me coming to America, spread Torah, that's my Messiah's Nefesh. Yeah, that's Messiah's Nefesh. He gave up learning. People give up their, their physicals, Messiah's Nefesh. And Yehud, it's a funny thing. Whenever we speak about quote unquote Messiah's Nefesh, is really the word. Is, is he have to, I don't know where the origin of the term Yaakov Meshach is. 
Yalkin, that's not the Pshutai, the words. Pasha Mesira Snevish is giving your Nefesh. Maritcha comes as Mesira for the Nefesh. A new Uptash. We have to find where the term is coined. We are, we, who coined this term? Where does it say Mesira Snevish Yehuda? And then you can analyze. I don't know where it's first coined. So you have to, like, who are we analyzing? It's a very important question. Now, if it's just there, the, the, all the time, all the time there's, um, all the time, you know, the time I'm in Hagim, beautiful Sefer, analyzes things Klal Yisrael say, terminologies Klal Yisrael uses and says Pshatim in them. He speaks about why Erev Shabbos is called Erev Shabbos, not the evening. He has a whole Pshat. He analyzes a lot of things that Klal Yisrael says. Shalashudis, amongst others. The point is that even if just Klal Yisrael says it, there's a pshat avi, but is there an earlier source, Yaakov, for the term Messias Nefesh? So that needs to be analyzed. But um, nonetheless, of course, many things will Messias Nefesh for is our greatest honor and pleasure. And it provides great happiness. There's a guy told me, Martha, somebody I'm close to you that told me his, his mother is a very from force in his life. I was like to know his mother, a wonderful lady and a from force. This person's gone through unbelievable difficulties in their life, and I can't say was living the frumest lifestyle. Admit, in, in, the words of, in, the, in the words of this person, in 10 years, they'd never done two minyanim in a row. Now they were Shemesh Shabbos, but to say they were keeping all the diktukim of the Torah and the mitzvahs and the chiyuvim, very, very shvach. When his mother was Nefteris, he made a commitment for one year straight, he's not missing a minion. For one, there's a guy for 10 years prior, he had said he'd never done back-to-back minyanim. And he made a commitment for one year straight. He called me two nights ago, that Rebbe, I did my commitment two years straight, for the year straight, he said, I'm finished, he's finished today. He's, he's finished Kaddish 11 months. For 11 months straight, I didn't miss one minion. Shachris min for 11 months straight. And he did it, Mesir Snefesh, for his mother. His mother was a from influence on his life. She was Nefteris. For 11 months straight, he didn't miss a minion. Amazing. So he told me he sounded the best I've ever heard him sound. Somebody who's been through a lot in his life sounded unbelievable. And he told me it changed his life, Lutaiv. He's a different person. He's a completely different person. He sounded it. Just the discipline, the frumkite, the connection, Tashem, his entire life has turned around from that commitment, 11 months. He told me the only minion he missed, you know, a statement that is for 11 months, the only minion he, he said, could I count that I didn't miss? Because I was there, he, he didn't miss a Kaddish. He was there for the Kaddish by Ms. Mashiach and his but the shul didn't have a minion until Yishtabach. So can he count? That's the only Kaddish he missed in 11 months, and it wasn't his fault. He was there, the shul had no minion. So can he count he didn't miss a Kaddish? That's what he asked me. <laughs> he was there. He didn't miss a Kaddish before Ms. Mashiach and Zabayas. In a year. Unbelievable. He said the exact same thing. It was, it was one, one day. In one, 12 months. 11 months. I think he went all twelve. I think he went twelve. He didn't. He was not going to be my brother. I hate living brother. He wow. Was, he missed. He had this. He had very similar story. Like he went somewhere. Like it's like the minion was supposed to start. Like there's a minion here, but like, well, you're here. Like
and eleven months. That was it. That's what he said. That's what he said also. That's what he said also. It's the only cat that she missed in eleven months. Unbelievable. So what was I bringing out? Mesiras Nefesh. You'd say he did tremendous Mesiras Nefesh. He never sounded happier. This guy. He changed his life. He told me. He told me other decisions that it impacted his life. He was in a very negative relationship for himself, Yaakov. He all of a sudden found the ability to get out of a very bad relationship. He's a different person. I talked to a guy. He's a different mensch. So you talk about Mesiras Nefesh. He gave up. He got. He acquired. He's a different person today. With different strength. With different character. His entire life. He told me it's a life changer. He'll never, he, he doesn't picture he could be the same ever again. He just succeeded in every way of success. He connected to his mother. He's always good to his mother. And close. Connected to Hashem. To his mother in a deeper profound way. His deceased mother. He has a deep connection. 11 months he didn't miss a minion for There's a guy who was million on himself for 10 years prior. He never did back-to-back minyanim. In 10 years, he said in 11 months he didn't miss a minion. Unbelievable. So, when you talk about the word Mesir Asnefesh, it's a funny word. Because things we give up for, we actually get a lot. Like we spoke yesterday about connection to things. But I was speaking about yesterday about really connecting to stuff. And the, the, the unbelievable connection that David Eli, honestly, I'm not looking for a cheer and I don't want a cheer. I want to get to Muslim. But the connection to a yeshiva, and I'm saying it, I don't want to be a faker. I'm saying it to appreciate David Eli and to tell you, stay connected to your yeshiva. The fact that he's home for a week and he rushed to yeshiva in Messiah Snefesh. It's a four and a half hour drive from Baltimore, four and a half hour drive back. That's nine hours of driving minimum. Should have a safe trip back. And to me, the Messiah Snefesh and the sense of connection, the willingness, the want to connect back to Yeshiva is, is such a beautiful thing to have in your life, to have such a Ruchnistic connection, to Rebbeim, to Chaverim. That's a precious connection. That's valuable, that's, that's unbelievably precious. I beg the guys here in America, run to Yeshiva. Obviously with Rishos from parents. Usually, 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 done right. First thing, parents, a guy says, right, I want to go to Yeshiva. No, no. He has to be mechab with his parents, and they get the first visit, and, the, and not a, the first minute, I want to get to Yeshiva. But the Nakuda that the person smartly is attached to Yeshiva and runs to Yeshiva's unbelievable connection in somebody's life. It's something that a Kenyan anefesh that a person has to chaverim to a mokar maliyah is something is something precious to acquire, and it's nicker on him. I sat with him last night. The the nachas of a person who's a sincere person, it's a beautiful midah, sincerity connection. It's nicker on him the connection to Torah. But I wanted to point it out that here he had a he had a day and he quickly runs to yeshiva. To me, it's a chizuk. It's an encouragement and something that I wanted to say to, to appreciate. I am asking you to do the same. Come to Yeshiva Yehuda. Come visit us. We want to see Yehuda. But um, of course, of course, those that come visiting the Yeshivas, the Simon Shabbai, that connections and Aliyah was had in the Yeshiva. I want to address, I want to address something on the parsha. I want to address to the, um, something on the parasha that I consider such an important question in the Torah. It hangs in the air a question that Yisrael has on the... How are you feeling? Better? There's a question that hangs in the air, Martcha, 
that needs that needs to be addressed, I think. And this question just hangs there. And I want to address Yisra's awesome question. Maishu Rabbeinu shows up, he runs away from Egypt. He has just, he had grown up in the king's palace and he cares for Klal Yisrael and he comes out of the comforts of the king's palace to defend and be there for Klal Yisrael. And of course he sees a Mitzri starting up with the Yid and he kills the Mitzri. And of course his Lashon Hara is said, is told back to Paroi that Moshe Rabbeinu killed a Mitzri and he's a wanted man in Egypt. They try to kill him. Moshe Rabbeinu has to leave the country. He has to, he has to escape because he's a wanted man in Egypt. And of course Moshe Rabbeinu escapes to Midian. Now when he comes to Midian, when he comes to Midian as follows to the Kayin, the priest of Midian had seven daughters and they came they had gone to the well to fill up the rahatim, to fill up the trough I think it's called is the way to pronounce it to fill up their kalim in order to feed their animals and the shepherds come by Yagarshim and they trace away the daughters of Yisrael, the Kayan Midian. And the Medrash says, the Pasuk just says they chase them away. It sounds like a bunch of pranksters. A bunch of guys that come, a bunch of guys that they chase some girls. When you see the Chazal, and really it's hinted to in the Torah. Because it says, Vayaka Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu stands up, Vayashiena, and he saves them. He saves these girls, so the, all of a sudden he saved them. Was their life at risk? Said so the, the shepherds came and chased them. So the Medrash tells us, and it's really Mivur in the Pasuk. The Torah is very Mekatzer, and you have to read Tzvi and listen subtly. But um, you see in the Torah that their lives were under threat, and the Chazal tell us that. The, the shepherds were not just, as weren't some pranksters, Yaakov, who were coming to tease around some girls. These were brutal murderers who came to kill these girls. Yisrael was not a liked person. Seekers of truth. It's funny that the Torah said they chased them away. They actually came to kill them. Now it's funny the Torah said, why the Torah speaks Biramiza is a valid question. Hashem speaks very much Biramiza. But from the Torah saying, Moshe Rabbeinu saved them, you see the threat was serious. So it wasn't just a little chaperone chasing away. Chazal tell us one of Tupshatim. Chazal either say they were trying to kill them or they were trying to be them, or they were trying to be them. I want to say something, by the way, as an aside for a second. I want to say something about the word them, and I want everybody to listen to this. There's a total aside. Yeah, here I need you to hear this. This, this is this is vital. Sweet, there's something I want to discuss with you. That make Kovi. I want you to hear this. Martha, I need you to hear this badly. And I want every guy to listen to this decision. And this is a Messiah I have from Rebbeim. And I, I want to share with you and talk to you about it for a minute. The Chazal tell us that they came to either be them or to kill them. Now I use the word Ma'anes as a Messiah from Rebbeim and I want to share with you this Messiah. There are many people comfortable, comfortable saying words, instead they'll say in English, what's wrong with saying ma'anes? Ma'anes is a lush and Kurdish words that mean oinus, beyond control. Now all of us know what the English word for ma'anes is, I will not say that word. I don't say that word not publicly, not privately. Now, there are many people and speakers who when they talk about 
when they talk about words like this, they're very comfortable saying the words. Saying these types of words, ma'anes. And, there's, and there are reasons for it, especially in the world of psychology. And when somebody's struggling with certain taivas and certain issues, it's important to say the words. It makes people more comfortable. And there's a very psycho- a psychologist will say the words. I was speaking to a certain rav about a bacher, and he was using words. I was blushing over the phone. It was like, it was very difficult for me to hear. Now, I thought one of two things about this rav. Either he's a sick man, or he's a very holy man. It's very possible he's using these words, very designed. He wants it comfortable for people to be able to express themselves. And there is such a place. There's a need, a psychologist talking one-on-one. If you're only using words, avoiding certain topics, it makes somebody not deal healthy and comfortably with that topic. So they'll use explicit words that help make somebody comfortable. I personally feel Rebbeim should not use these words, and I'm very disturbed that I'm seeing trends more and more, even people I hold up tremendously. I'll be honest, we saw a video that I showed the guys, and he used the word I do not think he should use publicly. I don't think he should say short. Now he's a tzaddik. I'm gonna, he said it publicly, so I will make him acha publicly. He's a tzaddik, I showed you the video. He used the word I don't think a rabbinic figure should use. Now even though he's just saying that's like the vernacular, everybody says that. I don't think, it, I don't think we should go that place. I think it's very important that we, we talk sophisticated in a very clean way. Lashon Kaidish doesn't have such words. So we borrow the English language. Ma'anes is a beautiful word. It doesn't speak to the topic. Like when you say the word ma'anes means to force. It doesn't say to force what? I could be ma'anes you to eat, to drink. I make, ma'anes means to make somebody an oinus. To make somebody beyond their control. Kobe, it's a very precious that Lashon Kodesh does not have explicit words. It's a very important, it's one of the reasons it's called Lashon Kodesh, a holy language, because it doesn't express things that shouldn't be expressed. Some of the Elms learn in Chagiga. In Chagiga it says, Ein darshim You don't speak arayis barabim. I'm not uncomfortable saying these words. By decision, I don't say the words. It's not because some topics, we're not allowed to, it's too crazy. Everything's allowed to be expressed. It's not a discomfort. It's a comfort with being a Yid. It's a comfort with, 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 with having Tzniyos. So I think it's an important topic. It's something that I've seen to Malachim. I'm not parav about it. It's not like, well, this is my Rebbeim. I think it's a mistake. And Rebbeim get too explicit, it bothers me. On yesterday's speech, I think he's wrong. Not, it's not, I'm not parav about it. And I know why it's done. A spirit of comfort and to make sure... There's reasons it's done. He's talking about you what you do. He shouldn't say the word. And then explain why he doesn't. He shouldn't say the word. He shouldn't say that word. The other ways to say it. It shouldn't be said. I think when you break down and rebellion say more words, everything just gets more. You, you, you make comfortable things that are wrong. Maybe when you say this rub is very, might be very holy, the rub on the phone is the Rav I spoke to is again there could be good cheshboinus to do it he may have done it, he may have such a system, he may have good reasons to do it, where he feels we have to get people comfortable with all topics he may have very holy cheshboinus 
where he's not well. It's funny, a Bachar told me, a Bachar told me, learned in a certain yeshiva, and his Rebbe was very explicit, like crazy explicit. The guys think the Rebbe has problems. I don't know if he does or doesn't, but that the guys feel so. is not a Gishmaka thing. I think it's a tremendous mistake that he's so explicit. Now, sometimes it's done to be honest, to be blunt, to help make a spirit of comfortability, and to deal with topics that are real. I understand why it's done. And a psychologist, psychologists do it. I spoke to the psychologists. They're very explicit. Fine. You're doing your job. But I think to retain its sneers. Yeah, because for their job, what they're involved in, the word is I once, I, I, I told them the story that a friend of mine had Yanamachla. And I said Yanamachla, and he grabbed me and he said cancer. And he told me that you can't, I have to deal with what I have. I can't call it. Yanamachla means that illness. From people, al tiftach pelasatim, we don't like calling it by name. So we say, yenamachla, that illness, a very Yiddish expression, you don't say it by name. You say, yenamachla. He felt since he has it, he couldn't call it yenamachla. He has to deal with what he has and call it by name. That is the svara. Yeah, he, he like literally, like I was sitting next to him on the couch, he made a macha, he registered a macha, don't call it yenamachla. And he taught me something, and I understand fully what he was saying. He has to deal with what he has. He can't think of it in other terms. So I, the psychologists are coming for that. Nonetheless, there's a strong, strong reason Rebbeim should keep a Lashenaki. It's massively important to speak a Lashenaki, not to be comfortable. The less you're comfortable saying, the more it should be a topic of tzneos, topic that's not easily discussed. It brings promiscuity. And in a society that's so comfortable talking about everything, it's embarrassing. There are commercials on the radio. I, I turn off the commercial. My kids ask, why are you turning off commercials on the radio? There are commercials on the radio. They're advertise everything, they're out of their minds. That a 12-year-old, 13, 15, 18-year-old, anybody should just be like spoken about. It's, it used to be regulated, FDA regulations. You weren't allowed to advertise these things. Today, we've taken down all barriers, and you see the results bemaisa in action. Diburim are dangerous, have to be guarded. What? The FDA got the... Everything got more and more leads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no question, no question. There's not a shayla about it. What's allowed today was not allowed 10, 15, 20 years ago. The bottom line is, is it's very exact. Even in yesterday's speech, when Rabbanim are becoming more and more mekel, I think it's a mistake. And I ask the guys here, will all be people that have big impact. And Klal Yisrael, learn to speak clean. Speak like a yid. Yidin, the yidin, I don't think yidin should break barriers of speech. And we have a lush in Kodesh. We say ma'anes. I don't say the English word. I don't know if you should ever say, not publicly, not privately, by the way, you say that English word. We have such a beautiful way of expressing it. Why would we express it in a secular way, in a way that speaks more explicitly than we want to speak? So about, um, um, the, the, the end of the prayer of it's true. The Ar the Ar Chazal, the Ar Chazal. All, what I want to say about this topic, there are times even the Torah, the Torah is ma'akim oisius to speak cleaner, and other times it says the word. There are times in teaching something that you have to be explicit. There'll be a time. There are many times because you're learning that sugya that it's important. I'm talking about a general, a general sense when it's not important. 
There are times, like I said, the psychologist, that time you're dealing with a bachur, you may have to talk more explicitly. I have no tightness to that. That's something that's a decision, and because you want the person to deal with, to that person who had cancer, cancer must be said. To the kid going through something, if it's spoken about Burmiza, often the topics avoid it. Yeah, they're very explicit. Correct. <laughs> because I mean, Rabbi, Abba, Abba, like, had like a, a I mean, the Sikhas was talking to the Gemara is very It's shocking. Yeah, the Gemara is shockingly explicit, and it needs a pshat. I'm not here to, to explain it. Lashon Kodesh is called Lashon Kodesh because it doesn't speak explicitly. When the Gemara chooses to get explicitly, why it's getting explicitly is a very important question. Clearly, when you're trying to teach something, it has to be exact. So. That's, that's the balance of the thing. Practicality that was saying that when, you, when, when it comes to Avodah right, you, you, you put it down and you could. Kolei Tzanus says Aser, It's a good question. I don't know the answer. It's a valid question. Baruch Atah Adai Noi Yelainu Melchai Lom Shachom Liyabit Barik. We saw yesterday a bachur has something and the way it was dealt with was like with such honesty and simplicity at the same time balancing not to overstep the bounds of propriety was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I think it gave like a certain appreciation of who we are. I don't know if I'm going to like thanks to Jeremy Zest. That's Yaakov, you hear this rule, Yaakov? Yaakov, you hear this rule? I want, I want guys in general, Yehuda, in our own, I want to get back to the parashat hand, but in our own conversations, this is Pashat, in our own conversations to be mechazic, clean language. To say something in a clean way, to, in a dignified way, not to speak prost. And the more dignified our speech, the better. Lashon Kaidish, a holy tongue, a language that's pure, a language that's clean. It's fast. I, I don't, this in, in Machshava Svarim, the Golos Mitzrayim is a Golos, and the question of redemption Mitzrayim, it's called the Golos of Deber, and the redemption comes from good Deber. The whole Golos and Gulo is Deber. We went, Maishu Rabbeinu, in this week's parasha, this is not what I want to speak about, says that we're in Mitzrayim for Lashon Hara. When Maishu Rabbeinu is told on Lashon Hara, bad speech, it's slander, he says when, when, when Lashon Hara was told on me, now I know why we're in Mitzrayim. So the reason for Golos Mitzrayim Mitzrayim is inappropriate speech, and we got out of Mitzrayim shaloshinu es l'shaynum, is they kept their language clean. The word Pesach is two words, Pesach, a talking mouth. We got our mouth back. So the, a lot of, and, and it's, it's, we were let out of Mitzrayim by somebody who had a speech impediment, and Hashem gave him proper speech, so to speak. In Machshaba Kabbalah Svarim, which I know very little about, but my father told me about this, that a lot of Golos Mitzrayim and the Gula from Mitzrayim is totally in speech and proper speech. So it's, it's funny that it's, nothing's a coincidence. We're talking about proper speech in the midst of the parish of starting to learn Shemais, which speaks about Gula from Mitzrayim. A big part, Mitzrayim's a promiscuous place. Yanke, but I want you to hear the main part of today. Don't leave early. Trust me, don't leave early. It's hard. It's hard because it's so long. I tend to talk long. But...
you'll want to hear this. But the, the, the Kitzur Advarim is, so this was totally an aside. Lemaisa, these people come to do something bad to Yisrael's daughter. If they were being ma'anes, if they were trying to kill. Comes Maisha Rabbeinu Yankiv, what does Maisha do? Comes Maisha, if you listen, the first message you got that we said about language, okay. You know, you're not no captive audience. The the Maish Rabbeinu comes and he saves Yisrael's daughter. Vaishiena, he saves them. Vayashke Sainam, and he feeds their sign. He feeds their sheep. Now, before we go on, I want to express this is amazing. Maish Rabbeinu saves their lives and feeds their sheep. This has happened to me many times in my life where I thought of this, I, go, I think of this pasuk. Did this ever happen to you? Do something for somebody. And you have a se- you you have a sense like and then there's like a nudgy thing you could do more and you feel I did so much I'm not doing that. After this, how much I've done I'm not doing that. Moshe Rabbeinu saves their lives. It's remarkable Chesed that he feeds their tzayinasha. It's very unusual Chesed Menachem. You saved their lives. He said, picture the scenario. Maish Rabbeinu shows up and a bunch of brutes are threatening their lives. And Maish Rabbeinu pulls up the shirt and he takes on seven, ten guys in a bloody fight. Their punch is thrown. There's not a, you know, you have to picture real. There's real stuff going on. There's not, there's not, the Torah is a real story. The Torah is not a story book. So does it write it out? Maish Rabbeinu slugging it out with guys. Took some punches, I'm sure. I'm sure he took punches. There's a fight. There's a real story going on. You see? There's real stuff. There's real stuff. These guys are tough guys, they're royal, they're shepherds, powerful fellows, they're outdoorsmen, and Moshe Rabbeinu beats them up, he saves the lives, of, he saves the lives, you have to picture what's going on here, and he saves Yisrael, these people are murderous people, and Moshe Rabbeinu takes these murderous thugs, and he beats them up, in some battle, the struggle, punches, Rabbi Kiva can visualize it better than me, I don't know which Krav Maga movie used, what type of kicking through a punch, but there's some struggle, and Moshe Rabbeinu drives these guys away, and after this fight that you visualize, 10, 15, 20 minutes, half of this crazy struggle, these guys walk away, limping away, Moshe Rabbeinu is out of breath, and then he feeds the sign of Yisrael, I love the visual. It's wild chesed. He doesn't, he never owed them anything before. But you saved their lives. The chesed al gabe chesed, if you would go out of your way, if you would go out of your way, an hour out of your way, and you drove somebody somewhere, he has luggages. In the back of your mind, I don't know if you relate this, in the back of your mind, he has suitcases. And it could be if you hadn't gone out of the way, you would help him up to his house with his suitcases. But in the back of your mind, I've done enough. You know, I, I just drove an hour away. Stop, genokshine. You know, enough, enough. It's almost excessive. Like, you know, you drove an hour, then you take the guy and you say, I want to take his suitcases up. In the back of your mind, when these things happen, I picture by Yashka Saina, Moshe Rabbeinu fed their sheep. He fed their sheep. He just saved their lives. Enough. Quite above the letter of the law. Are you even mechuyev to put your own life in danger to save somebody else? It's like, it's beyond, beyond. I love the, that level of chesed that's like be out of control. To me, that's what chesed's supposed to be. Chesed is love. It's supposed to be beyond, beyond. No, Kobe? I think we all have moments we feel like, okay, okay, okay. You know. 
a guy's at your house, Kobe's house, always open. At a certain, at a certain, there's always that certain point we feel like it's, it's already ridiculous to do that. If you would drive that guy the extra two hours, you went two hours out of your way. And now the, guy, the guy's at his destination, he takes his two heavy suits to go out of your car. In your mind, you think it's a, it's a little excessive to help the suitcases, you know. I've driven him two hours. Can, that's, there's, 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 there's a line. Beyond that line, Moshe Rabbeinu feeds their tzayn. It almost, the Torah records he fed their tzayn. He saved their lives. It, the Torah records it because what a lesson of chesed, of chesed beyond. After you feel you've done, you're finished and you've done enough, you save their lives. I don't need to add more. You know, I've, I've done quite enough for them for the day. He, he feeds their tzayn. So, that's Batavain el Ruel Was that the main thing everyone was speaking about? No. These girls go back to Ruel their father. Vayoimer. And Yisrael, Ruel, the Torah calls him Ruel Yehuda. You could be here with me, Yehuda? We're having a party here. What's up? It's a party, no? Work right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? Honest, 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 <laughs> I never want to kid, I never want yes, yes, guys in yeshiva. You say it's a party, guys. Yeah, it's a party. He was like, when? <laughs> Good, you excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I am very into you that whenever somebody talks out the, the stories of the Torah and really visualizes, it's dripping with lessons. If you heard, if you heard um, yesterday the speaker, I criticize one little point that he has a right to hold from his rebbeim, but um, but the unbelievable. I showed it to you is about Musa at Sadik and a wonderful person, and when he speaks out the stories of the Torah, how much you gain from it is awesome. When he goes, and he's very, he's great visualizations of the stories of the Torah, the way he expresses it, the way he seems to be visualizing it. When he says it over, it's so neat. We had come to Yeshiva, the, the Rebbe, what's the Rebbe who comes to Yeshiva one every year? Caliver. He said over the story of Yosef HaTzadik Yehuda, he described the 17-year-old, and he just said over the story of the Torah, it was like, it was like a life changer. It was a story all of us read, but they're ta- Yehuda I love going through. You and I knew the story of Maisha. When you study it slow motion with visuals, picture Maisha being rolling up, and then you just go through the details of the story, like you change your life. And there's so, we're just along the way finding pearls. There's so many things to notice in this whole fight and struggle. So he's feeding their sheep. There's so many things you would do. So to me, that's a party. To learn it, to visualize it, to go through it, for me, that's a party. I'm sitting at, you know, I'm, I'm just now, I just went to a well, watched an epic karate battle, saw, saw this, our hero, Maish Rabbeinu, I saw him beat the stuffing out of seven villains. I pictured seven, I don't know why. But he took these guys and he's mamish banging them around. I just watched MMA, but like a much cooler version, one on seven. And the guy we were rooting for beat the stuffings out of the seven. Then he's like feeding... It's just, it's just a great story, an epic story. Watching a movie help. What? Make a movie like that. 
It's, a, it's funny. It's a very good question. I know about this movie. The, que- the, the question Yehuda I would ask is: that, Let's say a yid wanted Yehuda wants to produce a movie, and he does the story right. See, watching their stories is very damaging because it, because not there's going to be but there's going to be a lot of things we're not going to like, and just one thing already it could be clear and all these type of things. But let's say a from person would do us all a favor and will make a movie of Exodus and do it uh, do it right. Do it true. So would that be valuable? I thought about it. I don't know the answer. I thought about it a lot. I'll tell you something funny. There's a Haggadah. There's a Haggadah that I'm... There's a Haggadah drawn by Gadi Pollock. And I'm like, I think it's the best thing on earth. And, and there are people that are very against it. I don't know. There are people who hold that you limit when you make pictures. I know I know. like this. A Rebbe of mine got... Gadi Pollock. It shows that it's right. Beautiful pictures that make it very real. Visuals. It's funny. I I think it was Red Pinkus, not a Pinkus. Reb Brevda used to say camp plays, they should make plays instead of nonsense, do you see us Mitzrayim? So he felt you the type visuals. Yeah, instead of that, do you see us Mitzrayim? Do Hasidim do these types of things? Plays of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So visuals, yeah, it becomes, if it would be done completely, so should some, I don't know, so why hasn't it been, why hasn't the Rebbe commissioned, do you see us Mitzrayim in a movie and every year should see it? I like Yehudu because so real, so Rachel say it's limiting. I don't know. Today they can they can do a whole movie of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I think I'd be an inspired what? So make a movie. Let me visualize it. I think I'd be an, I think it would change my life. I would like to. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Would you want a movie Yakumayshiv? You see all the ten makos, but everything accurate, done like Yosef Deutsch, done like Yehuda's uncle. I love Yehuda's uncle's book. Yehuda's uncle's book show visuals. He turns his story. Yes, it's right. Already, he plays on your imagination. That's why when you read those, you're like you're in there. But when you watch a movie, it's I don't know. It's, a, it's such an important... Yehuda's question, Yehuda's Galat's question. I would love... Imagine we could show the guys Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. To this afternoon we'll show a movie in Yeshiv. We'll show Exodus. I won't show their versions of the curse, but let's say Yehuda Galat does it. A remake that's done in collaboration. Yehuda Galat and Rabbi Yosef Deitch together. You, maybe Yehuda's the star actor. The question then becomes who... The question... A Rebbe of mine my ninth grade Rebbe Ellie said you're not allowed to look at any picture of so- you don't draw a picture of Moshe of Avram he said he was slapped by a Rebbe of his for looking at something that was a picture of Moshe because you can't picture Moshe Rabbeinu it's too it's too limiting so maybe that would be the downside of such a movie maybe that would be a downside of such a movie who's going to be Moshe like when somebody's going to be Maisha Rabbeinu, like, so you, you just can't show us Maisha. We have no Maybe a mask. There's no Maisha. Honestly, do you have Maisha Rabbeinu a voice? We don't show him. Maybe that's the way you do it. Hashem would certainly be a voice.
and you have a mask. The shoe might have wore a mask. He's right. So you have the reg. In, you can even do it. What the regular did saw might have was not brought in this movie. Maybe we could do it, Yehuda. It could be these are the. Why hasn't it been done? Claudius Yisrael's talented, and L'chayr would change our lives. I would love to show my kids a movie of Yitzias Mitzrayim. The same way I like Gadi Pasagoda. It could be these are part of. If somebody here would, would do this for Klal Yisrael, I think that'd be a game, but I think you'd have to have tremendous chachmanatish. I don't think you should show Maishu Rabbeinu, because nothing you'll show will justify what you couldn't look at his face. Karin Arpanam. So either you show him with a mask, which he had, or better yet, it's from a regular Yid. So you show it from, that's true. You show from a regular Yid vantage point, from a Yid, and you don't have Maishu Rabbeinu in there. They're just talking about what Maishu did, that you hear. So you'd have to show it something like that. I don't know. I don't know. What do you say, Yankov? <laughs> it's good. It's, it's a good question. I know. I, you have to know who did that. With just because somebody did it, might have been an assimilated. It might have been some kid who was modern. And so I don't think my my Rebbe does not like pictures of Moshe, of Avram Avinu, of Yitzchak, of, of these people because it's a misrepresentation. I mean, I don't want my kids to picture some guy. You'll have some Tom Cruise guy. He's Moshe Rabbein. He's not Moshe. I, I don't want them to have a. I love that question to the point it's funny that their question and answers my Rebbe we might go to my Rebbe today right there maybe maybe it's like it's a far shot but they always Q&A their question and answers I always get tired of the same Rebbe you love to talk to girls but you, this is not the same stupidity the yamaka, big yamaka, small like it just it's that the same things nauseate me. Let's be intellectual. Let's like the questions of meaning. This question is like awesome. Yehuda Galab asked it. It's one of the best questions of the year. Kaivi. An intellectual question. I would like to ask Agadol this question. Should we be a guy's talent? Should there be a movie at if we get Exodus they do a bad job of Talmud Chacham. A Yosef Deutsch hire Yosef Deutsch and spend millions of dollars to have a good visual for Klal Yisrael. That's an intelligent question. Let's show all our kids. All our kids would see it see us Mitzrayim. It would be, it would rack our world. Much like Gadi Palak Sagada. I think yes, but with, I think there are a lot of, but you would, I think there are details. It's really, what would you have Cohen say to this? I think this is an important question. You're the guy because should he make a movie? Yes, Mitzrayim. Done completely al be asked details like Yosef Deitch does in his books. And of course, there'd be subtle Maish Rabbeinu's face wouldn't be shown like there are things we know the sensitivities so you can't see Maisha you can't see Aaron it could be done with, unless there are too many sensitivities since we have no Asaga Maisha like, it could be that too many other things I don't know should we attempt such a thing Yaakov Maisha I know that God always helps me like Ari Kalim when I want to zone into Pesach and you're supposed to make visuals how about you show Every era of Pesach to all our youth, a big movie of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Sure, dark. No, someone didn't like it. You see the babies being put in the room. That's what happened. 
Have you ever seen a baby? I show my kids. Look, you see? You, you know, you ever saw a baby? Look at this. The yid spitting out blood. That's not so nice. The yid spitting out blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a baby? The yid spitting out blood. The visual. Yeah, yeah. I started crying. It makes you sad. It makes you very sad when you see a picture. Yeah, something like that. They asked. Let's hear this, guys. Let's hear this. Yeah, yeah. They asked this. I don't remember. They asked this. They asked Shmuel, was in here. Everybody was in here. They went downstairs Friday after Shmuel, and all the kids around, and saying, where are we written? They asked the question. Kids said, one guy said, can we make a movie, a documentary about Shmuel? He said, it's a very difficult question. I can't answer. I don't know the answer. Wow. It's fascinating. But he was waiting to, he like expressed both sides. He said, he doesn't know. It's a fascinating question. Why? What's the question? Every pardon he wants. Why not? Help. I'll be honest. I'm tempted, and I'm not going to say it. I am Exodus, Noah, these movies, I don't like, I don't, movies do not tempt me, sports do, movies don't tempt me, they're pretty stick, I don't want to see them, it doesn't like, going on a plane, like, I'm going on a plane, I got to watch a movie, I don't want, movies are not kishmak, they're pretty stick, they're not kishmak, it's fake, I don't want to watch James Bond, I want to be James Bond, I want to have an adventure, I don't like it. The bottom line is, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, these movies, these movies are tempting, Zundel. These movies are tempting because I want to visualize it. Now, I'm not going to watch these movies because they're bad portrayals of what they're trying to, they're very bad portrayals. There's not because I'm not going to watch these things, but it does make you wonder. They have a movie about Yosef HaTzadik, they have a movie about Exodus and Noach. It makes you question, should we have a kosher version? And again, with all the sense Sensitivities. You can't show Yosef's face because you'd be limiting for sure. Should something be done in some way? I don't know. I don't know. I heard Reb Revda said that we should have plays if you see us Mitzrayim. Reb Revda advised it. And somebody said to see them do such things. Reb Revda advised that you're showing plays in camp. He said, act out things that we want our kids to see as real. That for sure he said. Reb Revda. Did he hold? Yeah. I don't know the answers. Yehuda, I love the question. Thank you, Yehuda. To visualize should be real. No, not for God, for us. Just to visualize the Nisei Hashem. It just makes it so much. That polygadic, that Haggadah makes it much more real to me. I'm, I'm very bad when I don't see something. It's very hard for me. If I can visualize, it's like, whoa. So to see it in front of our eyes. We, today we can do Yitzhak Mitzrayim with the Esser Makos. I try to give over at my Seder pictures of it and try to talk a visual to my kids at this when I run a Seder I go through the life of a Mitzri and try to explain like what his day was the Makos picture Erev Pesach my kids watching a movie and saw it they, today we could show them the whole thing the whole thing that happened to a Mitzri Yosef Deitch we could do it. Dam Svarday. All of a sudden, the Marcus would be very like, whoa, I saw it. It's like, like the visual would be unbelievable. Would it be limiting in some way? I don't know. What are you saying, Yehuda?
very detailed. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It's, it happens to be amazing. What were you saying, Yaakov Maisha? You can't capture it. In some, some would say, Yaakov Maisha can't be done. Would it limit it? Maybe it would limit it. When you read it, you're like, you're some people say reading is better than visuals. They have, it's funny guys. Some, somebody told me they have studies of the brain waves when you're watching. And they have like studies that you're not, so you're not you don't think at all, trust all. So maybe it's worse, reading is better. I don't know. Rabbi said, let's listen to Rabbi Kiva. So much like let's just another that mentioned is that is that movies I don't know, I've always wanted this to be neat done. Like get used to like you get used to the world of movies where you live an experience where you just put your brain into the TV. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing what he's saying. Like, is that, that's really Akiva's saying that, that you should that there's maybe a Svarnat. You get the, the way we're the way we have to work is we have to work and visualize and work ourselves we're supposed to. If it's handed like this, you get you train yourself not to learn to experience to visualize. And he might be right. I don't know. To, to me, this is. The Haskei school is better when it's done basically. If it's done for you, we would lose that any of that ability. It's funny that people debate. It's funny where we go with this. People debate the Harry Potter. I've heard guys debate the movies better or the books better. I've heard guys say they didn't like the movies. Ellie, please give cover. Rabbi said to cover to your chaver. I think I remember once hearing you like Jake Rowling said that she wasn't so happy with the movies. Movies the way you're left. Half the things that they had to do that weren't. That's very intelligent. That's very intelligent. That's very. That's what you. you we, we have the same sush stuff to Harry Potter. That's what you're gonna say. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That is great. That's not what I read. Harry Potter's a good show. I don't like when people read me. I wasn't being a right. I wasn't being a right. Harry Potter doesn't exist. This real. The five train station where you jump in doesn't exist. So great. So she portrayed it differently than what you thought. So it's amazing. I want my own thought. This thing. Bottom line is that's right. They exist. The guys got whips. I want to see how. What they did, where was it? Intelligent, intelligent, intelligent. I don't care what mine, they're tiny. This is tiny on the I like, I'll tell you what I like when you say. Danny, Danny, I like a lot. 
Absolutely, I like a lot what Yosef's saying. I discussed this with the guys before. I discussed this with the guys before. Anybody, anybody, Zevi, anybody learned by your Rebbe, you can't stand when your Rebbe's stuff is turned into a safer. Anybody learns by your Rebbe. Because Reb Chaim Shmulavitz says, Talmidim do not like, they don't not like it. See, it's most beautiful. But they say it's not the real thing. Reb Freifeld's Talmidim, his writings, oh, it's, it's not the real thing. Anybody learned by your Rebbe and heard live transmission don't like the books of it. Because it doesn't capture. Yosef's saying, if we had a movie of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, instead of every father, my father told me the story. He got it from his father, my father and a much more emotional transmission of it. You know, you had these people that try to get, the, they try to make videos of the Holocaust. Survivors who told their kids, who tell their kids, tell the kids, is much more of an emotional and connected transformation, giving over. Then, so it could be if you had a movie of it, we would stop giving it over to our children the way my father told me, his father told him, his father told him. We would just rely, oh, check out the movie. Instead of Yigad Levincha, check out the movie. Coming to a theater soon, like... <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yehuda, you see when you started, but you, you made me lose focus here. No, excellent. Yeah, thank you, Yehuda. Now you admit you turned it into a party? Now you admit you turned it into a party? <laughs> now you're like borderline party. <laughs> Just my, we lead different lifestyles. My type of party. My type of party includes <laughs> Good Yehuda, good Yehuda. Yehuda, I want to get to. Yehuda, you're still dying. You still have more kayak or you're out? I didn't even get to the main. Okay, I do have to stop here. No, you gotta say it. I can't. We'll get to it tomorrow. No, you gotta say it. I really can't. I really can't because I'm late to I'm late to a meeting. I have to go. We didn't get to the ayah, but with so many interests we discussed. Okay, Rabbi Say, we will continue. Stop here.